Previously, on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. Guthrie was making his way out to the gallery, not to recover the works of art located there, but rather to destroy them. Zooks almost died, and a child is on her own because you waited. You signed a non-disclosure agreement. You promise to offer me right of first refusal on any recovered relics you may discover out during your travails. I will give you 40 for everything. We got 42 looks in our pockets. I think things are going fine. Y'all uh, y'all in the buying mood then? We're here to buy a ship. I mean, I love this bubble tub skin it's got. This is, I do like the bubble tub skins. This is nice and uh, a cushy bridge. The sphere underneath looks so cool. 30 and um, I will throw in a pass to a very exclusive aftermarket. My name is Felix. Welcome to the Phantom Sea Coast Code. got a ship well y'all got a ship uh, uh, you should have taken care of that before the show griffin if, if you got a ship oh that's fine he, oh man that's i wasn't good. sure when I'm, i was saying it so i'm really happy to see there's a reason for people to listen to the show now there's jokes in it see i'm oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ruining it now people will be like i was promised i shouldn't listen to this one then just <laughs> drop this great pot of humor uh so y'all's y'all's bath escape bath escape bath escape's a fucked up word that yeah, word's got that word's got a Y in it and a PH in it, but not where you would think it is. Anyway, I have created a ship sheet here for you. And as you can see, this gently used vehicle is not quite the uh turbo yacht that the Dreams of Deborah was. Y'all got affordable sensors, you got a weak engine, <laughs> you've got a sh- a sheer bladder on this one. Oh, just like for damn sure. Yeah. So uh, you know, the stats aren't as choice, your hull rating is much lower. That's your HP. It's not as bad as I thought it would be, though. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's still a, it is it is a sturdy vessel and uh, comes with some stuff. You've got a slug launcher, just a very basic weapon uh, on, on board. And, of course, you have a tool here, which is the bathysphere bay, which contains a single pilotable bathysphere attached to the ship with an extremely long, extremely durable cable. And actually, if you look at the bottom, there's a bathysphere tab with a little blue line on it. If you tap into that, whenever somebody pilots the bathysphere, here is a separate ship sheet for the bathysphere. Uh, And if I may also say, really crummy crew quarters. 
compared uh, to what we're used to. Yeah, yeah Spartan. No, Spartan crew quarters, bare bones living quarters, food storage, and washroom. That's a that's a minus two to your readiness rating. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, you also, you know, you don't have supplies for the ship yet, and when that is true, you also have meager meager rations, which is another minus two to readiness. So, uh, okay, so you guys though, forget about the flaws in your ship because you're about to fix those all up. Because y'all got tw- y'all got twelve lux to spend here at the Phantom Sea Coast Co, uh, and uh, the catfish worm creature F- Felix uh, has has welcomed you in, summoned your vehicle. It sort of pops up through the, uh, the through the floor, which is you know just water here in this grotto. Oh, okay, thank God. I thought you meant like it just like phased through. It's horrifying. I hope that your wife and children weren't around here. The squeal of self-congratulatory delight you made <laughs> when you came up with Phantom Sea Coast Code. Uh, it was literally, it came to me in a dream. It was like in the morning, me and Rachel woke up. I was like, hey, check this out. And she was like, yeah, that's ball, that's ballin'. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts texting her parents. Right, yeah. exactly. And she's like, I ne- I've never loved him more than I do Guys, right you'll now. never believe this dope shit, my man. And then Dave and Linda start texting everybody they know. Right. Pretty soon um, it's in the newsletter. Um, before we start negotiation, I thought about something, and I'd like to have a little conversation uh, between the three. Okay. Um, okay. And about Zooks, it has occurred to me is that we have uh, this lux to spend on the ship, but a big part of the reason we were given it was uh, because of Beck's situation. Um, and so I was thinking that uh, instead of spending this money, uh, I would try something. And if it works, we could save that money uh, and give that to Beck. And and if it doesn't work, then we can spend the money and make sure Beck is provided for in a different way. But I wanted to check with you before I did this. Oh, that's that is so sweet. Go ahead and give me my third, and then you can do what you will with the remainder. Well, this is fair. It is your, yeah. Zooks? I would like my third as well. Yeah, if we're going to be investing it in a, in a business, you know, with, with hopes of future returns, I can get behind that sort of thing, but I, I, it's not a charitable organization. Well, it's just that uh, when we were negotiating with the curator, originally we were going to be given 25, and it was by uh, telling him that, you know, he needed to provide for bags that I was able to negotiate mm. the price. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So I don't actually know Beck. So I think what I'll do is go ahead and take my third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I thought so, about it. You want to know something? And this is probably, I thought about it, honestly, for a second, because I was wondering if I'm that sort of person, but it turns out that I'm not. I see. And so, uh, you are may not I inquire? Person. Could I ask what you are going to do with uh, the eight remaining? Well, I am going to give this to Brother Seldom to provide for Beck, but I am going to uh, attempt to negotiate a line of credit um, with this catfish person. 
Hmm. I I'd rather. I mean, I'd rather have it free and clear if that's okay by you. Okay, very well. You can have your third, and Zooks, you can have your third. Um, so we're not you know going to spend it on boat. What? I mean, like, I was prepared to spend it on the ship, because what else am I going to do with money but adventure shit? But if we're all looking out for ourselves here, then I'll just spend it on boat shit that I want. That seems like that's what's happening. It's just, I'm I'm saying that fine. for me. Fine. You know, Travis, fine. All right, cat. <laughs> Here's the deal. We're all spending it on boat shit that we want, and we're not working together. That is an unorthodox way of doing this, but uh, that money still spins yumma yumma. <laughs> what can I interest you in? Maybe perhaps a big cannon or several smaller cannons? Mm, this don't thing, get some price quotes. This thing here is called a sextant, and that's kind of funny. Um, is there a sheet? Yes, Griffin? all of those tabs at the bottom of this spreadsheet include things that you can buy at the Phantom Sea Coast Co., uh, except for the things that are grayed out, which you do not have access to. Basically, this is a wholesale aftermarket retailer that, uh, you know, gathers certain goods, certain upgrades from other vendors in, in the city of Founders Wake, and outlying suburbs and uh, sells them here. But your ship needs to be licensed to uh, in, in order to equip certain things like magical weaponry or big, big bombs. Uh, those, those are things that you do not have access to uh, until you get sort of special permission from the city's different sort of uh, uh, groups to, to equip those. Okay, got it. Okay. So just for the listener at home, we have uh, weapons that you can toss on. You have a certain number of hard points on the ship that you can, you know, attach weapons to. You have tools, which are, you know, things that are not weapons, but are useful aboard the ship. Uh, you have parts, which sort of dictate the stats of the ship. Uh, you have facilities, which are mostly sort of narrative opportunities, right? Like a, a, a medica, which you can use for, you know, help with first aid or to make potions and stuff like that. And then there's consumables, which, uh, you know, you can set money aside for right now. You can pick up some in anticipation of your next mission. But these are things that are, you know, you buy them and then at the end of the mission, they are all, all used up. I have a first suggestion. I say since it's a detraction the Spartan crew quarters is taking two points off our readiness. Right now, our total readiness is one, whereas maybe if we fix the Spartan crew quarters, our total readiness will go up, and that will make us more effective in I, ship shit. Where are you seeing the Spartan crew quarters? Because I see bridge and a cargo chamber. And look over it. and oh, readiness you're looking at the calculator. If you look at the tab to the left, the bathysphere is the small deployable. Oh, ship. Right. right. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right now, under red in this calculator, we've got Zook's expertise. You're welcome. Five Spartan crew quarters minus two. Mm -hmm. Where it seems to me, if we correct the Spartan crew quarters, while it sounds selfish, that automatically goes to the bottom line, as we remember from. Uh, 
from previous adventures and improves our total readiness, which improves us in. Well, that I got great news for you that that I improved the uh, basic crew quarters is three. You can absolutely afford that with your four. Okay. Why can I ask a question just to not not just metagame this decision is why Zooks would be why why this would be sort of the upgrade that Zooks would concern himself with right now. Well, I'm not saying Zooks is concerned with. There you go. You're just bringing it up. Think about what Zooks would get because I we're I think it's funny that we're that we decided to do it this way, and I get I'm getting a kick out of it. Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> I, I get why Clint would want to do this, but I don't know that it is necessarily the decision that Zooks I, it's would It's a make. good point. All right, yeah, here. Uh, you think think about it a little bit, Dad. I'll, I'll go I'll go ahead. Okay. okay. All right, I know what I want. Yes, madam. I'm going to call it Amber's Pad. I want the basic crew quarters, except there's only going to be one bunk in there, and it's mine. The basic crew quarters is enough to sustain a crew of four. Perfect. Yeah, they're on the floor (laughs) doing charity work, and I'll be in Amber's place. Can I use, can you put, can you do etching? Uh, Of, like, personalization of the crew quarters? Yeah, can you do personalizations? I suppose so. All right, right on the door, Amber's place, no boys allowed. I can certainly do that. Hell yeah. Make the, you said it could do four? Yes. Just a big ass bed then. Like super nice. A turbo bed made of four smaller beds. Hell yeah. Excellent. This is good. I'm going to be ready as fuck. Uh, he lowers his barbels down into the water and they they vibrate. And when that happens, uh, a bunch of these little like shipworms pop up from the water below. And like some of them are holding like welding torches. Some of them are holding like big, big plates of metal. And just dozens of these things start working on the ship as you are. Uh, still talking to uh, to him. So that is three lux. You are down to one if you are uh, not not pulling those resources. Uh, definitely not. Uh, is there anything for one? Uh, I mean, there's I feel like that's the point at Billy Bob's Wonderland where you're like, I guess I could <laughs> go with some Laffy Taffy. I got 20 tickets to spend. <laughs> I guess I could get a ring pop. I'll get a ring pop. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. I could use one of these little uh, gooshy guys that stick to the wall and then roll down the wall. It's cool. Uh, I am writing here in facilities. Affordable sensors. Uh, I'm writing Amber's place, bare bones living quarters, food storage, and washroom. Uh, you already have affordable sensors. That is the that is what you your ship comes equipped. Okay. Uh, do I, do we have brittle plating? Uh, you actually have better than brittle plating. Because nice. Okay, yeah. I'm good. I I'll, I'll just save my luck. Well, there's basic rations. We don't have. Yeah, you may want to save it for when you know the next mission rolls around and you want to. Yeah, get I'm going to keep a lux in my back pocket. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, I am removing the Spartan crew quarters uh, penalty from the readiness calculator. So you're back up to three. Uh, what about uh, you two? I hear that sweet jingle jangle of lux in your pocket or cavity inside of your body. Nice. Um, okay. So current weaponry we have is just the slug launcher. Yes, correct. correct. 
And weapons can only be used once per turn. So like you all can't just take turns firing this this slug launcher uh, right. if if you are in ship combat. Um okay, Zooks is going to buy a broadside cannon. Uh okay. That um, is a uh a a sort of middle of the road piece of weaponry. It has the reload tag, so it can't be used two turns in a row, but it's a little bit stronger than the uh, standard issue slug launcher. Yeah. So he wants the broadside cannon. Okay. Uh uh he wants to name it Marlene. Marlene the broadside cannon. Marlene the broadside cannon. And he's going to give his fourth Lux uh, to Devo. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's only oh, three Lux. This. So, uh... It's here. Um, I figure, you know, our protection is is primary, but you helping back is secondary. So here's here's a whole Lux. I appreciate this. It, it is, uh, you know, one twentieth, uh, 20% of your money. So this... Is a, a good charitable donation. Wait, 25. Wait, 25. 25. Is, is oh, yeah, four, yeah. Oh, is it like a thing with Devo that he's bad at math? Because that's cool. That could yeah, be he's fun. he's bad at money. Okay. Um. All right, Devo. Oh, uh, the, by the way, the sh- when when as soon as you say broadside cannons, uh, the the ship worms, like a, a, a fleet of them sort of peel off the work that they were doing on uh, Amber's place. And uh, some of them begin like boring holes in the side of the ship uh, that they are now installing these these uh, broadside cannons on. And you there, Devo? What will you be having today? Um. Well. Um. Uh, Listen. Why don't you just get something for yourself? She'll be fine. It's. You saw how she handled those knives. She'll be able to handle herself out here. It's. It. Excuse me for just one second, Felix. Um, Amber, it's not about. What I don't want is for her to be in the position where she doesn't have. She has no choice, right? Because she has no money, no power. I have been there. I. I was a child who did not get to make my own decisions and suffered for it quite a bit and it is because of our bad decisions that we trusted Guthrie we went on the ship we we did everything wrong and as a result her home her job her friend all of these were taken away from her because of us I understand you feel bad I do I understand that you know, you'd like to fix everything for, but that's not the world we're in, hun. Listen, I was a lot younger than her before I had to start figuring things out for myself. She'll be fine. But a little help, you know, now and then, that makes sense, but you can't be her world now. You know? You can give her a a leg up, but you you can't be you can't be her parent. Yes, I understand this. It is not, and also they got it. 
a lot of guns. No, I do like this. They're yes, so, yes. They're so cool. And like, I'll get, can I tell you something? Don't tell Zooks, but I'll give you my extra if you if there's like a big gun that you really want. You know what? Hey, hey. Well, you know what? Listen. I got one extra. I'm not doing nothing with. Give this to her. You know, I'll kick I'll kick him. Fuck. I'll kick him a little bit if it'll let you get the big gun here, James. This is hugely uncomfortable for me. <laughs> You stepped away. Oh, my God. Have you been listening? Wait, whose voice am I doing? Don't look. Don't look up. Oh, God, don't look up. Oh, God, I wish I hadn't looked up. I'm kind of everywhere. And he pulls his body back into the hole above you and then pops out of a different hole. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my my body's confusing. Here's, Here's what I will say. I will, I then have, I will say... Three lucks to spend, and then give three lucks to uh, to Beck. But I would also request an eight lucks line of credit. <laughs> God Almighty! Why? Sorry, this is Justin. I want to buy more shit. What about fifty lucks or a bajillion? I do not want to be this deeply in debt, but I do have this. And he pulls out the gold plate that Brother Seldom gave him. Okay. That I can use as collateral. And Hmm. along with this, if I die before I am able to pay you back, you can take this. And Devo writes out a note to the CERN family. And they will pay my debt, no questions asked. Can I metagame for a second? Like, uh, like... I like, and this is like, this is in-show. In in-show metagaming, I think that it's, th- this feels a bit, um, okay, so the ship thing is so mechanical. This feels a bit cheat Cody to me in a way that's like, will be less, it makes the other, it kind of makes the upgrade process of the ship like less satisfying and crunchy right. to, oh, I, uh, to boost it this much early to me Let, is my concern. I, I, I got it. I, I got this. Okay, Fe- good. Felix smiles. Uh, well, I also, just to answer that real quick, the justification for me is in character. Devo, what Devo brings to the table is like is this. negotiation. Right, exactly. And uh, like, this is it. He's not good in a sense. fight. Okay, yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, the uh, Felix smiles and he says, you can keep your plate. I would be happy to offer a line of credit for five lux. However, there will be interest applied to the loan. If you find your blood, if you find this, no, I don't roll like that. I'm a catfish. (laughs) What, uh, what was the interest to be? Oh, a reasonable interest. I don't. I, this is me, Griffin, saying I don't know. He he will give you the usual the interest usual, the that people do. <laughs> amount you know, business. a perfectly fine amount. Uh, uh, mechanically, I, I, mechanically, it says he'll he'll give you a, a credit uh, of five lux, but until you pay that back, that uh, that the you know the interest is going to compound one additional lux per like mission that you go on. That without, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, this. Uh, this is fine and acceptable to me. Okay. 
and he rattles his uh his his barbels in the water again and like a single shipworm pops up right in front of you and he's wearing a little um business suit and a little green visor and he opens up <laughs> he opens up a book and like jots something down in it and then eyes you over and then holds it towards you uh, offering you the pin uh devo signs okay um and so devo is going to take I would like uh, the twin turbine. Uh, yes. It looks. I would like. It looks like your ship is bladder controlled, but perhaps the turbines can fill the bladder faster. This makes complete sense to me. I love it. Yes, I will also Boys, take. Boys, put the engines inside of the bladder. Yeah, I don't know, but it seems like it should work. Uh, I will As also... a kidney stone sufferer, I would like us to stop putting things in bladders. Yeah, that's, sure. yeah, that's fair. That's fair, Dad. Uh, I will also take... Uh, uh, that is four lux, by the way, which brings... Uh, if you're giving three to Beck, that brings you down to four uh, to spend correct. with your line of credit. Uh, let's see. So that brought up our speed, which uh, I would be worried about. Um, and you know what? I think I'm also, uh, how much is the repair sprite? Uh, repair sprites are not available to you. That, ah, that level of uh, technology, you can see it's grayed out. Some of these sort of more arcane uh, tools are, are uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Un unavailable at the moment. And I will also take the depth charge. Oh, a fan of explosions, are you? Well, this is more uh, for future planning. There is a gentleman that uh, when I find him, I am going to blow him the fuck up. <gasps> dramatic irony. I love it. I don't think that's what dramatic irony is. Uh, okay, you buy the depth <laughs> charge. No, but see, but Griffin knows that, but right. Felix does Felix does not. Felix just says shit like that a lot to like try yeah. and impress people. Um, okay, uh, as as you say that, a, a very nervous-looking shipworm, like, starts installing a, um, a, a bay below the ship to deploy explosives. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the depth charge uh, was on the Dreams of Deborah, but just as a reminder, you can only use it twice per mission, but it does, uh, it does a, a good amount of damage. It is also positional. So that means you have to be in position, but it does 4d10 plus 6 force damage. So it's. But it gives us a little more options. Yeah. The, and it also attacks. It can also attack multiple targets if that ever sort of comes into play because it hits a 60 foot sphere. Damn, a 60 foot sphere. <laughs> Emery's ship would should have gotten fucked up by one of the. Okay, whatever. Maybe it was a weak depth charge. Anyway. Okay, that's, that is all your money. Uh, it takes. You know, about it takes about weirdly like fifteen minutes, and there's some night. There's a nice little cushy, uh, like side room for you all to sit and wait for these upgrades to be installed. Um, but when you come, a lot of magazines. Yeah, and... uh, when you, when you come back out though, uh, you can see. You know, there's not a ton of aesthetic differences to the ship. Um, you know, you can't see Amber's place 
from the outside. Maybe you can through, maybe there's like a, a new porthole or a couple portholes where you can see into this, this, this living quarters uh, where the words. You can't see into it. Oh, okay. But she can see out of it. Oh, it's like yeah. it's a two way mirror situation. Mirror. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but there are, you know, you have this new bay on the bottom of the ship. You have these broadside cannons uh, sticking out of the side. Uh, and not only that, the ship has been cleaned. It's been it's been uh, once once over. So it is clean and shiny. Which uh, so we can see that rad paint, job. that rad magenta oh, yeah. and green paint job with the oh, flames. It's, it, it, it's fuchsia and deep purple with mm-hmm. green flames. Just to clarify, and the bridge, this uh, you know the cylindrical bridge, sort of raises out of the top of the ship as you all uh, enter, and it senses you. And Felix says, "What? Yeah, it's it's got a. That's like it's your key fob for the ship. That's like instead of going whoop whoop, the actual bridge like pops up so you guys can climb inside. Okay. Uh, and Felix says, "Okay, have fun out there, and remember, Devo, clock's ticking. The juice, yes, the juice is flowing. Yes, the juice must flow. Yes, I know. <laughs> Looking for the big. The yes, big, I know. It's ripening, Devo. Yes, I am aware. Okay. You are never going to pay this debt back. I don't know. I might. Okay. You don't know what Diva can steal. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. 
Okay, here's uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so you've spent uh, all of your money saved for the three lux that you will uh, dispense out to uh, to Beck as her cut for the job. Why don't we do this? Why don't we talk about our characters? Because uh, you all started out as, as level one adventurers to sort of get the lay of the land. You've been now on a mission we're now. Now we're level 18. And now you're That's level 1,000. Um, no, you are level three now. Uh, and so I want to talk about your characters a little bit more in detail because... By level three, now you have picked your subclass, which is going to sort of inform the mechanical flavor that your adventurer is going to bring to the table. So why don't we start with um, Zooks? Why don't you tell us uh, what, what you got going on? To As a reminder, Zooks is a ranger with uh, sort of oceanic proficiency. Um, but now you've, I imagine, got some, some more stuff going on. 
Yeah. Um, the subclass that Zooks has chosen is Swarm Keeper. That sounds Ooh. cool. Yeah. Um, and now I can't find it, so okay. I can tell you all the cool stuff that Swarm Keeper does. Um, it, anyway, it, it controls like swarms of animals. And I guess in our case, we'll, we'll make it fish. Interesting. Uh, of some kind. Okay. Um, and so in spells, it uh, he now has spells. Yes. Zooks now has spells. Um, uh, now, that is going to be hard for you to play a caster, but we can talk about like how the spells work. You guys can help sure. me out with that, right? Yeah. So his proficiencies are animal handling, nature, and survival. Right. Um. Uh, natural explorer, uh, fighting style. He's chosen archery, spell casting. He has chosen, and I understand that I, having uh, having this makes it so much easier. This is different, by the way, from I which I just want to say because I didn't even think about the fact that Zooks as a ranger would get some spells. This has got to be different from what Devo does. Like this is this is maybe not uh, salt magic as taught by benevolence. This is like these are maybe we can frame your spells as sort of evolutionary, you know, biological things that that you can do. It's electrical your... impulses and shit. Yeah, I mean, you we know, can do we fish. can we can say whatever we want, but uh, I, I, I well, yeah, but you remember the stuff that is uh, infused in the water is magic is what it, yeah sure. is what put life into the coral in the first place. Yeah. It's bi it's biomagus. It's biomagus. Oh. That's cool. So biomagus. So the um, the swarm is like a big mechanic then uh for your for your subclass. Right. Uh the swarm the swarm that he has um and I'll, I'll decide I'm gonna have not decided on what they are. It can attack with piercing damage. Um, this is so fucking cool. This is a new, and this it is also, a new subclass. Yeah, Swarm Keeper is, is fairly new. And um, if, you def if you attack and succeed on a, a strength saving throw, uh, it also will move the attacker 15 feet away nice. or in the d direction of your choice. Well, it, moves also the it can move the target five feet away or move you five right. feet. right. So after you hit a creature with an attack, you can have your swarm do a follow-up attack. You can have the swarm right. try and push them 15 feet and knock them prone. Oh, no, that's at, that's at 11th level. Or you can move yourself. Right. Five feet. Move five feet. So and yeah, that's cool. That can get you out of like a, a, a attack of opportunity situation. And Ranger has some really cool spells. And now that I know I can only load up so many mm -hmm. this level. Well, he's gone mostly heavily into the animal right. stuff. He's got animal friendship, speak with animals. Um, but he also has a thing called fairy fire. Sure. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Which uh, surrounds the target and then allows other hits advantage. Uh, and Hunter's yeah. Mark, I figured Hunter's Mark would come in real handy. Sure. Because it puts a mark on the, the, the target and it helps you to track them. Yeah, Hunter's Mark, you will use nigh constantly. Yeah, I, 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 I bet. You also get the cantrip Mage Hand, which for yeah. you, I think, it, but, but it is a Swarm Keeper spell. So for you, like your Mage Hand is not some glowing, invisible hand. Like it's your Swarm. You can make your yeah. Swarm grab shit and, and bring it to you. This is, this is really cool, Dad. 
This is really sick. Uh, Thank you. So do you get, I guess this is what you get in lieu of a, of a pet? I guess so. Well, there's, uh, there's stuff coming yeah, later I guess on. Yeah, so. Okay, cool. Where, where, of the pet comes. I want you to think about your swarm, right? Because you are a walking, you are a walking ecosystem. You're you are made of coral, uh, and so there is there is an opportunity here for just like your swarm just lives with you and in you. Because fish, you know, that's not really going to help you in a battle where you're inside a ship or something, unless they are flying fish. Which this is magic. This is a magic uh, world, so maybe that you is. Know, I figure on. On land or in the air, you'll just maybe summon something air-based. Yeah, if we we cormorants. Why don't you Why don't you think about that while we talk about the other? I will the other will. Uh, the other characters. Uh, Devo. Uh, well, Devo went to college, Griffin. Yes, yes. It's very exciting. Uh, it was uh, he he minored um, in bowling, but he majored in the College of Whispers. Okay. Is one of the features College of Whispers your fucking ability scores your or your skill scores go like through the roof? Yeah. Okay. Um so uh I now have a couple things including uh Jack of all trades which uh you can add half your proficiency bonus rounded down to an ability check you make that doesn't already include your proficiency bonus That's which is wild. pretty cool. Uh Song of Rest uh which my soothing music or oration to revitalize my wounded allies during a short rest. Um, and then at the Bard College, it basically gives me a couple of like very special things. Oh, yeah. the one you're talking about, by the way, special things. expertise. <laughs> at third level, you choose two of your skill proficiencies and your proficiency bonus is doubled wow, for those okay. ability checks. That's where persuasion and insight come yes, in. But the, the special things that I've gotten are psychic blades and words of terror. Yes, psychic bl- psychic blades is very fascinating to me because it seems very anti bard. But can you yeah. explain what it does? Yeah, so basically, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, uh, your bardic inspiration infuses your attack uh, to hit them with two d six psychic damage as well. So it expends one of your bardic inspirations, but adds two d six to the hit. So you're hitting with a physical weapon. And uh, you're dealing psychic damage and exchanging as well. kind of like your support capacity for damage in doing so for damage. Yeah, that's cool. And then I imagine words, words of, of terror is just what it sounds like. Yeah, basically, as you're talking to someone, you you weave magic into your words, and you can make them paranoid. Um, yeah. And they have to succeed on a, a saving throw uh, against my spell save DC, or they're frightened of me uh, or another creature of my choice, uh, and they're frightened for an hour. Uh, until attacked or damaged, uh, or until it witnesses his allies You're being gonna attacked. You're going to use that all the fucking time. Oh, you? yeah. Basically, okay. I'm going to talk to people and I'm going to make them scared of me. Cool. Um, that was a cool seminary that you went to, Devo. Well, you learned there's some a cool, lot. You learned some cool and not troubling stuff there, sort of conceptually. Yeah, there's a lot of really. Freddy Krueger prep. Yeah, there's a lot of really fucked up stuff. Um, and as far as spells go, I get new spells, but um, I. I with with Devo, I kind of made a decision. I told Griffin this. I don't want him to just suddenly like remember the spells or whatever. I think he has to like learn them. Yeah, uh, and there there will be certainly there will be time to do that. But you get uh, you get yeah you you're up to like second level spells now. Like you're a proper spellcaster. 
Uh, and what's and really fun with <laughs> with the the psychic blades is the weapon I have chosen for Devo is a boomerang. Right? Yeah, so that'll be fucking fun <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Bonk! Ow, my heart! <laughs> did you just did you just throw a boomerang at my brain? <laughs> oh no! I remember the mean thing my coach said that one time. Your boomerang. That's the, the most knee. fucked up. <laughs> Your boomerang hit me in the knee, but I got a nosebleed. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> How'd you do that? I'm uh, crying. Uh, Amber, what do you got going on? So I, there's a lot of different bardic, not bardic, uh, monk, monastic. How's that? Yeah. Ooh. Monastic. Tradition. Monastic yeah. uh, schools you can go go with. Uh, this is finally where I'm integrating like key. Not that I've punched anyone yet. I guess I punched that box. Punched that a, you time, punched right? the Yumna. No, I pushed the Yumna. Uh-huh. I didn't punch it out. Oh, you um, kicked it. That's right. But I decided to go with, and I know everybody's been, you know, pins and needles waiting to find out what what a uh, monastic discipline I chose. But I went with Arms of the Astral Self. Mm, thank God. That, that yeah. seemed yeah, like yeah, the yeah. one that was the best fit for Amber and her history of, uh, you know, psychic warfare. I just basically... Um, the my arc for for Amber is, and my sort of like thought with her is that she discovered these powers when she was first with Old Joshi, mm-hmm. and like they've sort of gone latent in in like the sort of long period of inactivity, and so I'm thinking of this more as like a rediscovery. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. If that if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I mean. Basically, she was out with Uncle Joshi. He was trying to teach them in his, you know, obviously completely bullshit way of how to manifest their psychic powers to battle the Blink Sharks. And she was, like, furrowing her brow and squeezing her muscles really hard, just like he told her to. And all of a sudden, two fucking spirit arms just popped out of her stomach. Like, oh, my God, I just sprouted two, you know, astral arms. So basically, like... These cool other arms, uh, uh, which she calls Lefty and Puncho, they can. <laughs> they, now, they, which uh, one is Lefty? Exactly. So they will. Uh, they can do like their own uh, attacks. Um, you can also use your Wisdom modifier in place of your Strength or Dexterity modifier for the attack and damage rolls um, while you've got your arms uh, summoned. That's um, so wild. And also your reach is much longer now. It's five feet. So you could punch something five feet away with your ghost hands. Mm-hmm. Do they always come out of the same place? Mm, it's interesting. I, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, probably usually out of the the stomach seems like the best place if you're going to have... Yeah, tummy arms. Spirit arms. Well, I was thinking like Doc Ock. Like... Yeah, from from the I mean, back. No, I think like growing out of her tummy is fun. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think that's great yeah. too. What what are the what do the actual hands look like? Um, I, that's interesting. I was kind of imagining like uh, okay, when I imagined it, I imagined the you ever go to one of those like body works or something like that where they have like the bodies on display and you see the circulatory system. Oh yeah. So I imagine like if you can imagine arms created like that but they have like sort of a green bioluminescent hue um like you would see in in some sea creatures that have bioluminescence like so like basically a green 
circulatory system indicating these these arms and sort of like a green glowing spirit arms. I boy, fellas, I can't wait to see like what shit y'all. These subclasses are all very exciting to me, and I am I cannot wait to to keep playing with these these characters. You also get deflect missiles, which is my very favorite monk skill. That's not uh, tied to your your school, but you uh, no. you you just so it's get not like the ghost arms grabbing arrows. I mean, it could be. Could be. Why not? Yeah, and that you can, if you roll good enough, you can also throw the the projectile right back at who uh, who Get shot you. Out. Which is, yeah, it's that's cool. Good shit. All right. Rules. Um, let's do this. Y'all have your your, your ship, and you uh, you know hop in this this newly cleaned and waxed uh, vessel. Uh, there's like a there's there's a new room in here that has been slotted into these. These modular kind of blocks that that you describe, Trav, uh, and it is it is Amber's place. And sure enough, it has a it has a wooden door, which like wood's not something you see a lot down here, but it had to be because they have etched directly into the door, like the words Amber's place and uh, no, boys no boys allowed. No boys allowed. And uh, it has like a hand sticking up like a stop hand but it's the the circulatory hand of your of your uh, <laughs> uh so you all uh, pilot your ship back to uh the the docks and uh, you you are guided there uh by a like a pilot fish uh for the blue span brokerage hey, griffin griffin yeah how's she handle uh you tell me it's definitely a different propulsion system for like you have a ship that can go sideways now, uh, yeah. And it's it is definitely not as fast and tight as the uh, as the dreams of Deborah, but you think you can make it work? Yeah, I think just from talking about the propulsion system, it seems like the kind of thing of like the the controls are maybe a little too responsive at first. Yeah, where like if you turn too far, instead of just turning, you'll start spinning in like a hundred like a three hundred and sixty degree just like axis in the middle of the ship because yeah. you could do that if the propulsion's everywhere. And so it probably is going to take a while to get the uh, exact sure. kind of steering correct. But safe to say, we already love the littlest baby. Yeah. Aesthetically speaking, this thing's shooting off lots of bubbles. Um, so you all dock this uh, unnamed ship uh, in the spot that this sort of pilot fish guides you to and... It is. It's a primo spot. It is uh, pretty close to the 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 Ascension and therefore the Blue Span Brokerage headquarters. Uh, which how's the school district? Uh, you know, it's it it gets a B on uh, uh, Zillow. Well, so um, yeah. Okay. Uh, you walk in and uh, enter the office of uh, Ravi Montrell, who smiles and says, "I heard the news. I heard the excellent news. I heard it's kind of a." Kind of a beast, this ship. Kind of a, a big one, and it has a it has it's bright and it's colorful, just as bright and colorful as you three and the opportunities that you're going to provide me as your broker. I'm I'm over the moon. Well, if to please. Uh, he pulls out a clipboard and just starts speed writing through different things. And he says, "Okay." Um, so your ship, uh, let's see, deep sea exploration, got a bladder, it's got Amber's place, got my Okay, um, who's the captain? He says. 
Oh, Amber. Amber. Amber is, cool. the, is the captain. Did you all just decide that right in that moment? Makes sense, doesn't it? I guess so. I think fate decided it for us. Yes. We saw who was most capable. Sure, sure. Yes, this, this feels right, and uh, she is also the only one who has uh, any real-life experience. Um, I see. I, I, I also... I've basically been in the same room for about 20 years, and Zooks only just woke up, so... Also, I was thinking about it, and if one of them was the captain, I'd feel bad sleeping in the only kick-ass room. This also makes sense, yes. Um, okay. Just, this is, just so we're clear, uh, this is still part of the job interview, kind of. So talking about your lack of experience is not the best tactic, Devo. I like you, though. Because I think okay. you've got potential and promise. Would we you bring like, a fresh perspective. Would you like me to persuade you that I deserve the job? And Diva's eyes start to glow blue. Nope, we're good. You all pass that. We just need this ship uh, filed away. It needs a. What's the name of it? Oh, this is a good. Uh, I'm just gonna write the littlest baby in here, and oh. um, no, this is uh, that's the subtitle. No. Um, which takes on a different meaning when you're talking about a submarine, I realize. Right. Um, All right, can we table talk this so we don't have to do it in character? And we'll just pretend yeah. like we agreed on it before, beforehand. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I have one, but I'm also open to kind of a round table. Let, yeah, let's not be too precious about yeah. it. Let's just throw out some options. What did you come up with, Travis? The Siren Song. Mm, okay, I like, I like that. And we could um, just call it like the song, you know, for a nickname for short, that kind of thing. Or the siren. I, um, I came up with the Phineas Call. Mm. <laughs> now, hmm. Um, and going back to our past, uh, the Gushy Wolf. Hmm. Okay. You know, hmm. from okay. the school, they were the Gushy Wolves. Yes. 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 Um, or the Horseshoe Dog, which I think is kind of cute. Right. And a serious one would be the Humboldt. The Humboldt. H-U-M-B-O-L-D-T? Yes, Humboldt is a swift-moving current. Okay. I like that. And it also sounds like humble, which is nice. Uh, what about you, Jamian? Uh, so I had two that I like. Um, one is the Coriolis, Ooh. which the Coriolis effect is what like basically kind of creates... It's from the, the, the way the water shifts from the planet spinning... So, like, when something uh, – uh, it shifts water. Coriolis effect can be anything where, like, the rotation of something shifts its trajectory. But that's the basic idea of the Coriolis effect is, like, the rotation of uh, the Earth or whatever uh, creating – like, hurricanes are because of the Coriolis effect um, because of their, the rotation of the Earth. The other one I, I, I had was Tide Shifter. Ooh. I like that one, too. Uh, I also thought of two more, um, just based off of looking at the like shape of a bath escape and the things like attached to it. I thought of the barnacle or the lamprey. Okay. Boy, I like Coriolis. I like Coriolis a lot too. Yeah, of the two, the uh, tide shifter is good, but it's also sort of like generically D and D to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I bet if I Google tide shifter D and D right now, yeah, like, there's a subclass. I think it might be a fan made subclass. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that tracks. That tracks. Could could we name the bathosphere Phineas? Sure. In honor of Phineas. Oh, that's Call? cute. I like that. Actually, the father, the father of 
of my race in a way. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's up to y'all. I say Coriolis. I I, I like the Coriolis. If you guys are, are yeah, I like it, it too. How do you spell it? C O R I O L I S. And I'm just going to call. Just... I want you to know, Dad. I'm going to call the bathosphere the fin. Um, cause calling it Phineas. So, hey, let's go take Phineas for a drive. <laughs> Makes it sound like we're taking our baby out for a stroll. <laughs> also, by the way, can I just stop real quick? If you're a science person <laughs> and you're about to message me about how I was not correct in describing the Coriolis effect, please, please keep it inside your pocket protector, okay? I don't need it. Thank you. I got the basic. It's the basic thing of the thing, Okay. I don't need it. Thank you. Uh, okay. Do you want to tell Ravi Montrell? We want to do that in, in character, at least? Yeah, let's okay. do that. We're calling it the littlest baby. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're wedded to it. No, it's the Coriolis. Cori, that is, that is badass. Now, the Coriolis, is that how the Coriolis rotation? Coriolis is the kid I went to school oh, with. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, Corey. Remember Corey. You remember one of Corey the Corys. One of the Corey Nemec. You remember Corey Feldman. Corey it was Oles. really sad. He died on a roller coaster in third grade. Oh man! So it's in his honor. <laughs> this right. is beautiful, Amber. We will remember him. We will put his painting up uh, in <laughs> in, the, in where we eat. What is this called? What is the? It's not important. Galley. The mess. Gully. The mess. A oh, mess. Yeah. Uh. After you, after I watch fucking Zoot shove baked beans into his coral, it will be the mess. <laughs> hey, there's a hole for that. Uh, he, uh, Robbie Montrell smiles and he, uh, he, he, he rips out a like small like note card huge perforated. Uh, he rips out a huge tooth, uh, and he opens up his Rolodex and slowly like making eye contact with you all the whole time. Like he's like he's performing some sort of sacred ceremony. He lowers this index card into his Rolodex, and it snaps into place. And he clasps his hands over his mouth, like it feels like something big just started, doesn't it? That's what it feels like. Look how it, look at he turns the Rolodex. Look at how it looks in here. It looks good. It looks real good. Uh, you are yeah. coming on very strong. Um. <laughs> uh, I suppose so. And he claps the uh the rolodex shut and he reaches down into his desk and uh he pulls out like a, a drawer like a whole drawer from the desk and inside of it is just a bunch of file folders like a ton of them and they are color coded there are uh there are different markings on like tabs that you don't quite understand but he reaches down and pulls out a few of them that have like light blue tabs on them and he sort of stacks them up on the table and he says, uh, I know y'all have had a long couple days, but uh, if you're ready to get back to work. And he lays down these, these light blue uh, folders, just a handful of them on the table in front of you. And he says, who's ready to get their feet wet? Bye-bye.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.